Corinne's giving me the thumbs up. We have Corinne is producing today. Uh, producer one and two are back home napping. Producer three, though, uh, he's off for the holiday. So I brought in producer four, Corinne Quiggle. Uh, so this is our end of year podcast, and we, we're doing something a little bit different with this one that I'm taking a kind of a page out of Tim Ferriss's notebook, and then I'm sort of doing a, a best of 2023 where every guest that we've had on is going to get sort of one of my favorite clips that they had from their episode. Just going to string them together. Maybe it'll work out and it'll be awesome. Maybe it won't. You guys let me know. Uh, either way, thank you guys so much for sticking with us throughout the year. As I was compiling the clips for all the episodes, I was looking back and I was like, holy cow, Thank I can't believe everyone stuck with us through 30 different camera angles. Audio is terrible. Our studio, now that we've had this studio, going back through the previous ones, I was like, man, our studio needed an upgrade. But now we've had the full facelift and it looks great. So 2024 should be a great year. But I hope you guys uh, had a great Christmas. hope you have a super happy new year. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. Onward and upward we go. Shoots. Mine is called The Helper, which... it relates a lot to how I feel outside of volleyball, um, which is just like I like relationships and friendships and like connecting with people and um, all this stuff. And then on the court, it, it says like under stress, like where you go. And it takes me to the one that's called the challenger. Okay. And I totally like agree with that. Like <laughs> I just turn into like, especially if I get like a little angry or like, yeah. I don't know, ref makes a bad call. Like I like flip a switch and I'm like, let's go. Like, like so focused <laughs> and like fired up. It's crazy. Cause like, I don't know, it's just a competitive side of me, but, um, I've definitely had moments where that like can make me too fired up and like, and yeah. start to make it like, um, mistakes and stuff. But I definitely need to have a little bit of fuel and fire under, under my belt to, put me in like my good zone yeah so you know playing with different partners and traveling to different people at you know different personalities and like I said it ended up working out great and I'm so lucky to have had the season I ended up having um but yeah it, there's just a lot of phone calls to different you know what should I do oh and, and then people say oh no don't do that and in my gut I feel like I should and so you know I learned a lot about how to travel how to play with different people trusting my gut that's been a big thing like this feels wrong maybe I shouldn't do it or, or, you know, this feel, I feel like I should be doing this. And I made, took a lot of leaps of faith and they ended up going in the right direction. So yeah, a lot of up and ups and downs, but it ended up being a, a positive for yeah. sure. It's oh. a secret. No, the secret it's not. Is no, a secret. it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was always because like when, when we used to come early in the morning, Dougie Johnston used to go, oh, what, secret training? Because we would be here. We, early, we, yeah. we, we were early and maybe like squat and maybe run a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, I always kind of like, um, always when somebody, because people, I guess over the years, kind of come to me um, on the side from their club. Uh-huh. You know, so it's not like, and then even Carly's here, not in the mainland. Right. And then people go, how do you get so good? And I, I like the answer, secret training. I, like, I just, I just, I just like the the answer. But it, I mean, I'm just joking. But that was kind of where. So Dougie Johnson was the one who always kind of, hey, what are you doing? Because we would play nooners yeah. and anything to get a little edge. Right, like you know, right. you you go run around out, the park or we're out doing the secret training. That's why that's why you beat me today. <laughs> Getting your extra reps in. And then when Carly, when Carly started doing um, training, and then Car- we started talking about because I wasn't back at UH. 
And I'm like, ah, we need to get a few more people to come and train with us. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, you gotta go on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, what is like, like what is that? And I'm like, okay. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, just get on there. <laughs> And then we just started posting, and we just started, you know, putting secret training, yeah. and because that all worked. It worked a lot. It did. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like when I was a freshman, like, and like, Sav would hear me say stuff like this all the time, but I really only cared about like winning, and I like I still do to an extent, but I think I've changed in the way that like I don't have to be like perfect all the time because yeah. I I think that's where I've like struggled the most is like. If I don't win, then my day was, like, ruined. And at a point, I just... I, I mean, it's definitely taken me, like, growing up to realize that I'm not going to win, like, every single game I play in. And winning doesn't really mean the whole world of, like, in the grand scheme of life. So I feel like that's honestly one of the biggest things is just, like, transforming from that my freshman year to my senior year. I used to let myself get really mad when I'd make errors or I'd do things and then I just would see it snowball. And then I realized at a point, I was like, I can't keep doing this. I'm just not gonna be successful with this. Um, I just always felt like mentality is what wins and loses games. Um, and I felt like that was something I really tried to do last year was just stay steady as much as I could. Just not, I realized how much like if you show your emotion, it's so visible to the team you're playing. And that's something I've always tried to catch on on teams that I play. Like if. It's visible if you ace someone and how they react to it is kind of how you see a bit of how they're feeling inside. And like if I see someone get really mad, like I know they're frazzled and you can yeah. pick on them. So I've always felt like obviously playing with two great players, playing with Meg and playing with Julia, like I'm going to be target. And I knew that going into every game. <laughs> and I was okay with that because I was like as long as I like show the other team that I'm not upset or I'm not frazzled or that they're not getting in my head because sometimes they absolutely would be. Yeah. And like – I would be freaking out. But as long as I didn't show it, I knew that they didn't know that. And so that's always just tried to been keep everything inside. And then I can let it out after the game and I can yeah. reassess. But yeah. as long as, like, the other team doesn't know whatever's going on in my head, then I'm going to be just fine. Like, I feel like Meg has done – Meg's, like, one of the best people I see at it. Like, you never know what's going on in Meg's mind. Like, yeah. you never know if she's frazzled, if she's feeling, like, any any emotion. You don't know when she's playing. And I think that's why one of the huge components of how good she is is because you just – you can't – pick on her really because yeah. she just stays steady yeah I, like i would just always ask like questions of like okay well why is why is that guy doing that or like even with like sponsor stuff it was like i i have luckily i have a lot of really good business people in my ear too so like when it came to sponsors it was like all of them are telling me like dude there's plenty of plenty of stuff out there like there's plenty of money out there for everybody like right. there's you don't have to wait until you're good to try and find that type of stuff like if you're a good business person it'll happen like it has almost nothing to do with volleyball at that point <laughs> right so then you start to think about everything else and yeah i just i've always taken volleyball so seriously like in high school college almost to a negative where like i'm too serious right yeah. and like i'm hard on teammates like yeah like you guys aren't working hard like i was that person because i was working super hard and yeah. like, i understand now that like i'm gonna work as hard as i want to work which is hard and i'm not gonna make anybody else do what they don't want to do as long as they're going to give me what I need. Right. And luckily in beach, it's like, you have one other guy. So yeah. if he's not cutting it, it's like, you know, one, I, you don't worry about that really with the guys, like with Paul, like you don't have to worry about that. Like he's going to yeah. be in shape. He's going to train like, yeah. and he's a world-class athlete indoors. Like he's done it. Like he's been at like a really high level. indoors. Yeah. So like not worried about him by any means, you know? And so, yeah, for me, it's like, I've just 
always taken it so serious that it never made sense for me to not take it seriously. This is probably a, a later start than I've ever done. Uh, usually I start probably the first week of January, but it's just how kind of our lives have been. Yeah. Uh, and that's like, that's a weird part. Like, that doesn't get talked about as much or looked on. Like people don't understand what goes on behind the scenes for everything. Yeah. And they just see us as volleyball players and that we should be doing volleyball 24 seven. But I think this was a much needed kind of longer break really to regroup. And like he said, he's refreshed, rejuvenized and go to work this year. Yeah. What would you call it? Value proposition was that I'm going to outwork anybody. Yeah, I'm definitely not as physically blessed and talented as them, but I will work outwork anybody, and that was what I did, and that's how I got where I, I got because it <laughs> to this day, you know, a lot of better athletes out there, but I wanted it more and I worked harder. And I think that that's still, I think almost being too talented or too big or too whatever can almost be a curse because you yeah. it cripples you and that you never had to work that hard I agree. until you get to the highest level. Yeah. And then you need to you need to figure out how to work hard. But by yeah, then it might but be too it's late. too late. Yeah. Right? But but I had to do that my entire life. I yeah. was undersized indoor. Um I always had to work hard. And yeah. you know, that was just what I did. So when I had the opportunity and saw what was ahead of me and saw the goals, I would watch the top players. I'm like, okay, hmm, what are they doing? that I can do as well or better than them. And then, you know, where can I pass them up? And, and that I, I studied the game. A lot of girls lose at a tournament and just leave. Yeah. I'm like, why aren't you watching the girls that are winning? Because right. they're doing something you're not. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to tell them how to win because I'm <laughs> out there trying to win too. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, it was just kind of I learned along the way. Yeah. You're firing me up, Polly. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's we are not friends act. anymore. We are sisters. <laughs> we have just, yeah. like, that's kind of the way it is. I don't know, like, um, this is going to sound weird, but it's, like, the longest relationship that's, like, not just, like, a normal friendship, but not, like, a family member, but right. that I've ever had. Like, that's really embarrassing, but, like, the longest <laughs> one. <laughs> and I was just, like... I don't know, like looking at our relationship and I was like, I want to have like Kristen as a friend, Kristen as a business partner, Kristen as a, as a partner, you know? And it's just like all those three things are different. So like this last week we like went out and like had a non-volleyball dinner. And so like putting those into our schedule of like, we can't talk about volleyball. Like as soon as one of us brought it up, it was like, no, you can't. Yeah. Like we're not answering it. We're not talking about it. So I think that is super helpful. I think like sometimes having breaks, like yeah. last year we spent like a week apart and we were like, this is the longest we've ever gone <laughs> in three you. years. <laughs> yeah. And then she's texting me every three seconds. <laughs> and she's like, Taryn, I was just thinking. <laughs> I think though the, the sister word, I think like really does like explain it. And I got a huge fan of the Snapple thing as a fidgeter. Like I got oh, yeah. ADD, yeah. it's the Snapple bottle. You come to the right um, place for ADD fidgety people. <laughs> oh man, boy, my ADD. I'm like realizing that I actually have it. Like, and you know, it's like when people say they have it. I'm like, oh no, you have it. <laughs> like today at practice. Oh my goodness, it was so embarrassing. So we're doing like a you surf, you know, one player four balls, switch to the left side or right side, and then we do that, and then we it's with the Canadians Schachter and Deering, and. 
then you play it out from there, that classic drill, where it's yeah. like you do your own side out, play it to 21 from there. And I think it was like 24 or 26, 25, like yeah. there. And uh, there was a lady walking by and she had like a little product and she takes a photo with next to like the ball. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what product that is. And I was like, and then Sam starts walking to the net and I was like, oh, Sam's at the net. Like, all right. I was like, maybe I should tell Andy not to pass any different because Sam's walking to that. And this is all like while Dan's like tossing. And I'm like, I wonder what product it was. Oh, Sam's at the net. Here we go. And then I just overpass. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, I can, I can't process this. Like this was all like in a, less than a second. My brain was like, let's think about this. And I find that happens like sometimes with practice when you don't have music mm -hmm. but you started with music yeah oh my brain is oh, like wait the energy we used to we had Sweden right Sam. off the bat yeah i'm like okay i'm getting used to a little bit of structure <laughs> here with sam and like pressing and like you know dealing with the pressure of like my own mental pressure if it's my first term and i need to perform well boom we have sweden right and coach is coming up with a game plan and he's kind of like you know new to the men's game as well and like we're not sure what we're gonna do and i'm like all right so i have to go up and i have to flash this way and i have to run over this way and i have to seal the line and sam has to slide this way it was like my <laughs> first match ever where it felt like a double game plan because it wasn't like okay this is what we're doing on the third right. contact we're gonna serve here and get them in this position and if this no it was like i have to take care of the two read the cue, then go to three. Oh, they hit on two. And it's like, right. and then if they hit on two, based on a strategy, it's like, do I take that or does he take that? Okay, third ball, if I don't go and I commit to the third, what is he? It was like mind-blowing. It's also like the starting position for a defender. Like sometimes you want to start like 10 feet away from where you are. Mm. But if where you want to be for the option is 10 feet away, you can't get to the spot you're supposed to be for the other one if you have like an intricate dive move or something going on i felt like so a rookie. It's like, i was like yeah. flashing this way yeah. not jumping to like try to sell the Scare two him. and then still be able to close i was like i'm doing this for the first time and i was like wow that's <laughs> good like the, for them because yeah. like it was so much for me to think about when it came to strategy mm -hmm. what helps you get into that zone honestly a lot of it i like loved playing with Chrissy and I think it was because I was able to get into that zone a lot because of her energy yeah like I love I like love humans and I think that's why <laughs> I struggled so much last year but I love like the camaraderie the energy the eye contact like I like feed off that I like I feed off the crowd like I love energy I'm a hoopty doo dog girl <laughs> um so I think that's, that's that that's like really what gets me going yeah. it's like it's just it's not about like the pr the meaning of the game or like any of that it's just about like the energy like of my partner or anything like yeah. it just it gets me going well how was it being on the court together the first time i, I mean shit <laughs> <laughs> terrible <laughs> um i enjoyed it it was uh obviously our first two events but um you could see that there's like a tease, but there's like a bunch of, there was periods of time where I felt like, you know, we're doing things that we've been working on, what we wanted, what we want to do and taking the path that we want to do. Mm -hmm. um, obviously a little bit inconsistent. The first tournament um, wasn't great. I struggled personally, like side out wise. I was probably a little too amped up. Um, not quite as prepared as I could have been as well, but you didn't know the, it, the uh, random French. I did had a 45 inch bird <laughs> yeah, in sand. Did not realize that guy was, um, Really, like, Monster. ridiculous blocker. Like, he, that guy is going to be He jumps one higher of the than best. Dan. 
Oh, for sure. He's like mole up there, dude. Like, yeah. I watched the video and he's, he has his chest like, over the net. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't like, legit touching nipples to the top of the table. Yeah. Started that game down like six, nothing or something. And I was like getting blocked and I was like, this guy's not that, he's shorter than me. Mm-hmm. He's not. You're like, and, I'll uh, just hit high hand. Never, uh, <laughs> his wrist. never really got adjusted too well after that. I was like, I, I swear I, I can get this, but then it was good. It was good learning lessons. And then I thought the second tournament we competed super hard. Um, we're in every single match won yeah. a crazy qualifier um, which there's obviously just like incredible teams everywhere um, those Austrian teams are both really good and then we I felt like we we could have a couple little things yeah. swung our way we could have won any of those three matches it's just nice to be able to like be able to to do the things that you love have a family have a couple of kids that are like just obviously amazing play volleyball live your life work a full-time job like pretty good life yeah i can't complain you know it's a long road from huntington yeah. from where in huntington but it's uh everyone has their own path everyone has their own journey and like you kind of find what makes you you yeah you just keep riding the wave love that keep riding the wave keep riding it it's insane one of my favorite stories with him and he brings it all the time is they were playing in brazil on the court it was like 140 degrees just ridiculous you know, they drink, he said you could drink water and just, you feel it sweat out <laughs> and you're just sitting in the box and like, you can't help yourself. You, if you're, the water's going in, you're, you're either sweating it out or peeing it out. It yeah. doesn't matter. Just, it all looks the same. Right. Um, and Randy, you know, it was second game or third game and Randy's like, I can't go anymore. And he's like, just get on the court, play the next point. That's all you have to do. They play the next point. And Randy's like, I can't go anymore. Get on the court, play the next point. They put it in. The I think it was a Brazilian team, but the the other team forfeits. They cramp and they're done. And uh, you know, it's like everyone's going through it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's that's what you have to understand is you're in the doghouse. They're in the doghouse. Yeah, I love practicing. Mm. I love that. I love getting better. And I truly believe that I am still getting better despite like age or how long I've been playing, whatever. I really do think that I'm getting better. I love working hard. Like, honestly, this might be like an old person thing, but like nothing (laughs) aggravates me and brings me more joy than seeing a younger kid like give up on a ball. And then like, me be like, no, 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 <laughs> I am going to lay out for this. Like, how dare you right. not make a full effort on this uh-huh. ball? Yeah. Like, so I don't know. It's just like, I love working hard. Yeah. If I'm not dying at the end of a practice, I'm like, I didn't do enough today. Um, so, yeah, I just like, I enjoy the process mm-hmm. of getting better. It's not anything like when I, when I was younger, I loved games. Yeah, yeah. Like game day, live for that. I like the day-to-day process of getting better now, I would say more than than competition. Have you always been just just like as curious? I think you're probably one of the more curious people I know. I I have a curious streak, yeah, Yeah. definitely to me. Um, It's kind of interesting where it comes from. It's nice to have it about everything because then it's just like nothing's boring. You have a lot of job opportunities that are like passionate about you can be passionate about because you're just curious about everything. So as long as there's some system that has like a general semblance of like order to it. And like, it's just, if you're just curious about how those things work, then you can kind of go into any field and just learn how things work and, uh, kind of manipulate it 
favorably to make money if it's a business or just yeah. win volleyball games or whatever. So, yeah. I, but it's like it sometimes it comes and goes. Curiosity is a special gift, and it's just a gift. It's kind of you can kind of fan it into flame, which you should. But the spark is kind of like it just comes from God. Like you can't really control it that much you can expose yourself a lot though yeah that's what you can do so i try to do that with stuff but it is time for the waiakea water break that is right this podcast has been brought to you by waiakea all year long they are the cleanest water you could ever have it's not just water it's hawaiian volcanic water that's right and those bottles you see all over avp tournaments all around the beach volleyball world they're made of ocean plastic which is 100 percent post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic each bottle helps to remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches waterways and cities so when you're drinking a water bottle you don't have to feel bad about it all right, and that's right. Waikea is also committed to giving back. It's local to those in Hawaii through the Kakua Initiative from monthly drives to support the local food bank and nonprofits to direct support of individuals and organizations. In the continental U.S., via partnerships with its ambassadors such as Clay Thompson, ever heard of him, and the Thompson Family Foundation, Aaron Judge, and the All Rise Foundation, and Miles Garrett, and the Water Boys. And more. They're doing all kinds of good things. And we would love to just continue this great relationship we have with YK. They're awesome. And if you want to get the best water in the world, use promo code SANDCAST online at YAKEA.com. That'll get you 20% off your order. Again, that is SANDCAST at YAKEA.com to get 20% off your order. We are just so fired up to continue being sponsored by Waikia Hawaiian Volcanic Water. We love our Hawaiian Volcanic Water breaks. All right, so enjoy some Waikia. Get hydrated today. The seasons have changed. Y'all, our summer 2023 season it has come to an end, which means, guess what? Those tattered beat volleyballs you've been using this entire summer, they need replacing. I know mine do. I just put in an order of 15 new Wilsons. The optics balls, the best balls in the world, hands down, no question. The NCAA uses Wilson for a reason. The AVP uses Wilson for a reason. Everyone uses Wilson for a reason. They make the best balls in the world, and I know it's time to reload. It is tinkering time. This is the time to get better in the offseason, so you come through 2024 fresh and with a brand-new skill set to get your AA, get your AAA, win your first AVP, get your first main draw, whatever your goals may be. Get some new Wilson volleyballs to help get you there. And use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get you 20% off. That's right, 20% off using the discount code SANDCAST-20. So go to Wilson.com, get some new volleyballs, and get better. This podcast is, of course, brought to you by AG1. Now, if you are a longtime listener of SANDCAST, you know that Try and I have been drinking AG1 for years. For me, it's been about five years. For Try, it's been about three since we started our partnership with AG1. Now, when I started drinking AG1 daily, it made the biggest difference. We were on the road. We were in Bulgaria. We were in Russia. We were all over Europe. We didn't know how to get all of our veggies in, so we just went with AG1, supplementing where we could, and I could feel a huge difference. We never got sick despite all the travel. I hit 88,000 miles one year, 
never got sick. I was more relaxed because I knew that I was getting the foundational nutritional supplement I needed. And that's exactly what AG1 is. It is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, immune support, you name it. Now, since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Now, not only did I replace my multivitamin, I used to take all those cheap little gummies you can get at the grocery store or CVS or wherever. Now, I replaced it with AG1, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support, magnesium, and B vitamins for energy, also good for sleep. And it all balances my body's stress levels. Vitamin C keeps me healthy. Zinc keeps me healthy. It's just, it's the greatest thing. And I recommend it all the time because it has a team of doctors, scientists. It's tested for 950 contaminants. It's NSF certified for sport, so we don't have to worry about USADA or WADA or whoever's testing us to make sure that we're eligible. All right, so AG1 is the supplement I trust and try and savvy to promote, to provide rather, the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. I promise Try AG1 and get a free, that's right, free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com slash sandcast. That's drinkag1.com slash sandcast. You don't spell out one, by the way. It's the numeral. So check it out. Get your greens today. I had a really crazy experience though the other day at practice like um, Misty like came in for a couple of drills and I was like in my head like what is going on like <laughs> Misty, is, Misty jumped in practice yeah just for like a couple of reps uh-huh. with me and I was like, <laughs> like this is so I was like be cool don't just don't double the set like don't yeah <laughs> It was really crazy because the first beach volleyball I ever watched was like her and Kerry in uh-huh. London, right. like ever. And I was this little like 13 year old or yeah. like, you know, it's wild. It's pretty mental. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think my mentality more was like, I want to make sure I'm outworking everyone else. And I understood that like, if you're the number one seed or you're the team that people are trying to catch, like they're working as hard as they can to make gains on you. If you don't work as hard as them or harder than them, they're going to catch you. Right. So like I would see somebody out on a Saturday doing a beach workout, you know? And so then I started doing beach workouts on Saturday Uh and it wasn't just like one player. It was, so it was everyone. Like anytime I saw somebody doing something, I was like, I'm going to do more than them. I'm going to do more than them. So I ended up doing a, a lot. lot and like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, and, but I mean, thankfully my body held up and I really did spend a lot of time recovering and taking care of my body. Yeah. But, um, I didn't feel like I was necessarily the bar. I just felt like I had to stay ahead of the bar that everyone else was setting. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. that makes sense. I'm just like, uh, super grateful that I got to spend those years with storm right. because like, before then, uh, Carly was, I mean, in all honesty, Carly was doing most of the parenting. She spent most of the time with Storm. Right. Uh, Madison and I were so busy with um, what we were doing in, in our work. And then 
it's it's weird like you just don't understand like what the other side is going through and how hard even though it's like you're just spending time with like a little baby and right at that sometimes they can't even move and it's like okay it's not even that hard like what are you complaining about yeah. and then it flips and you're like oh, this is impossible so like can you please just help me a little bit right <laughs> yeah and, and she's coming home from work yeah like i know body's crushed yeah mind's crushed i know it's not like here you go i know Your and there, there are times where i'm like like asking for a break but like she's the one who should need the break you know like she's <laughs> right. playing like a five set match I'm like can you just like put her to bed this this time right. or whatever um so like get gaining that perspective also is like amazing because right. Um, I feel like just understanding that side of things, uh, like makes life a lot better for right. everyone. Right. Yeah. Totally. And you asked like what my favorite part of playing on the beach is. It's 100% being able to attack and like the creativity that comes with that uh -huh. because it's as a setter, I love running an offense and like making something happen. That's really hard. And right. you know, having to adjust to attackers. Like I love the challenge in that, yeah. but on the beach, being able to score, like, oh my God. I'm like, Finally get I to score. want to be served every ball. Yeah. I'm like, just serve me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love it. I just oh, yeah. love it. It's so fun. And I, I think it's because I've just I've played 20 years of volleyball, but like I never, okay, the first few years I was hitting before I went to college, but since like I stepped into the college gym, 5-1 setter, like yeah. go. If you want to go anywhere, yeah. you're going this direction. And so I miss a hitting. And right. that is just something that I... I think it's so fun. Right. I love that part of it. Well, I mean, yeah. blocking and, yeah, I remember and as a setter, setters. Yeah. You guys are always, yeah. you guys pass that we, free ball. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, set me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, reward him. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> My one chance. Yeah. <laughs> played all, like, a lot of sports growing up, especially, like, basketball, too, because my mom played and stuff. But um, there's just something about, like, beach that I always kind of, like, felt like it was home yeah um and i think i mean i love like nature and being outside and so like the ability to be like competing and playing and look out at the ocean and like reset for uh -huh. me is like just so cool like i just don't there's like not many like sports like scenarios that you can like emulate um that situation but it's just you know it's such a blessing to one three in a row like it hasn't really even mm -hmm. sank in gotta like, update your shirt yeah gotta update his shirt back for the viewers and listeners back. it says back to back national champs but it's, now it's got to be back to back to back <laughs> national <laughs> champs yeah we gotta print the new shirt but more importantly like oh you know get some downtime it's been busy because it's it's awesome it got so much exposure you know when we got back um it was fun. We got the twins on Sports Center, which mm. was a lot of fun. And the twins are Nicole and Audrey yeah. Norse. Yep. Nick and Nick and Audrey, and um, just did a lot of media with local stuff in LA. And um, we actually got invited to the White House last week Sick. and went to the White House with some other championship teams. That was really great. Um, and just doing fun stuff. I actually got to go to the uh, LA LAFC game. Where they oh, have yeah. the uh, falconer. Have you ever seen that? Where they have an honorary person <laughs> launch their falcon. So you get to put the glove on and, yeah, the thing and it flies around and swoops down. And it's just such a, a cool thing. And uh, just having some fun, doing some stuff. Go watch Kobe talk about Michael. Yeah. And like, what did he learn from Michael? Like, Michael was great, but he didn't start like that. Right. He had all the talent and the ability, but like, the guy put in a ton of work. He studied all of his opponents like he knew if you took a step to your right 
you were going to do this. So he would. Mm -hmm. He knew based on the way that the team was going down the court, retreating to play defense, that there was a gap over here. And if he set himself up there for the pass, that he could run this move on the guy and score. Like that's like next level thinking, right? So that took his ability and his athleticism and enhanced it because he was so clean on his fundamentals, you know, and clean on all the technical aspects of it. So to me, I don't want to say you're doing a disservice to your athletes because they're going to get where they're going to get. But mm -hmm. if you can enhance what they have yeah, by hammering home all those other things, they're just going to be better. Yeah. You know, and then they can be creative and do what they're really talented at on top of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ikigai. That's what people keep telling me. Ikigai, Ikigai. Right. I love that concept. Yeah. And for the listeners who don't know, can you explain what Ikigai I is? I think you could probably, uh, I mean, isn't it, what's the, it's the. So it's like something that you like to do. Yeah. Something that you're good at. Something that you can make money at. And something that is good for the world. Oh, so you don't do that at all, do you? And never. <laughs> <laughs> never heard of it. That's, that's why you smile smiling ear to ear every single day. I know. You know? Like, it's so funny. It's great. Like, people will be like, man, you're such a, like, you're such a happy guy. I'm like, I can't think of one reason why I would be unhappy for one second in my life right now. Yeah, I mean, I'll say, so like, I always tell people this. I feel like in beach volleyball, if you're paying to stay in hotels when you, do, when you can't afford it, you've done the whole thing wrong. You know, like, granted, if you can afford it and you want to stay in a hotel, that's different. But if you're having to pay for a hotel everywhere you go, you've done volleyball wrong. Like, you haven't made the connections you were supposed to make. You haven't, like, mm. you know what I mean? You're supposed to have friends in, like, every state, you know, in beach volleyball. So yeah. that's how I feel anyway. Yeah. Another thing that just... I grew up with, like, my family is I was like, okay, this is going to be a team that I you know, we want to be close knit and like a family. Um, cause you know, I was moving across country to come. I didn't know one person right. and my family just like bonded by like hard things. And my dad would make us like race around the block or do like sand dunes. Yeah. And, um, and so I kind of, we do like this conditioning test that I think is like a pillar of our program that is like really hard and they don't look forward to it, but when they accomplish it, they feel like they've done something that's like they didn't think they could do. So we add a little bit of that and I think it brings mental toughness. So I don't know what people think of our program when they look at it. You know, I just know from the inside out, like we just want to be, I guess, a family that works hard. Yeah. And so it's not for everybody. Um, but I think it's been successful and um, gives these the young women that I coach just a lot of confidence going in and trying to play professional or whatever they they're going to do. Like they do a lot of hard things at Florida state and, um, but they have a lot of support and a lot of people that care about them. And so I think that's kind of something that we tried to bring to the program. Like volleyball is only going to get you so far at, at the sport of volleyball. Right. Like you, you have to have a So many people don't have plans or after what they're yeah. doing. And so that's why they play still probably. And that's why they still play. Cause they just don't like, yeah, a lot. That's, I mean, there's some people who do have an idea, but there's a lot of people who don't have an idea what they want to do after. And so they just keep playing. Cause they're just kind of like almost, I don't want to say spinning their wheels, but it's like, they don't have, you know, other things that they are as passionate about, which is totally fine. It's their thing. But for us, that's something our, our parents always were like very big. It's like, okay, your education, you know, obviously volleyball, they, we put a lot of time and effort and stuff and we s still spend a ton of time. Even our business, it's all about volleyball. No matter what we're doing, it's about volleyball. Yeah. But we, uh, but we also are like, you know, in the background, like we want to continue being involved in volleyball and doing something, um, that we have, you know, control over in a sense. And that's why like even coaching college, like I've, I've gone back and forth about it. 
I'm like, you know, that lifestyle, I don't know what, I don't know, you know, it's difficult. College yeah. coaching is a difficult lifestyle. Yeah. And I know that I still, I would love, I love it. And I love the aspect. My dad was a college coach, but for us having a business, I think is important to us and like, and it means a lot to us. And also it provides a lot of value to the clubs as well. And they've noticed that. And so they've been like, they've made it easy. Like, cause we do have free time and they know it and they've made it easy. Like as long as we're playing well and we're performing and we're putting in yeah. the time and effort then they don't care so much. Um, that we're you know spending time on it as well dude it's yeah. funny every time we've had you on the podcast you've like it's been one you've like leveled up yeah because like the first time we had you on was with a rob i think yeah and then it was that after was in the you, old house right yeah yeah, yeah. crazy yeah. and then it was after you got picked up by billy yeah and then it was after you won with phil yeah and now you're like one of the best teams in the world yeah, <laughs> it's been pretty cool to document it is journey, man. Yeah, it's been. Uh, I feel very lucky. I mean, I got. I, I the guy side. I feel like most of the guys are like really cool to play with. Um, but I've definitely gotten some like really good partners that help me like get to where I am. So, yeah, I feel like I. I obviously try to work hard, but I think everyone works hard. Um, I think I just got fortunate. To, to be put in the position I am, so it's been uh, it's been a cool ride. Hopefully, it keeps going. It was just through the whole game, like that feeling, where, I mean, we played just super solid ball the yeah. whole finals, and we didn't. There wasn't one point in the match that I can remember where it was like, uh oh, like I don't know about this. Like we were just steady the whole way. Our self talk to each other and with our coach, our whole team was like everything was we're going to win this, we're going to win this. Mm. And that was like our motto going into the tournament. And to still feel that during the finals, like that's all you ever want when you're in the championship moment is yeah. believing in yourself, believing you're going to win. Mm -hmm. Beach volleyball is harder than indoor. Like you are so much more exposed, mm -hmm. you know, like it's just you and another guy. And like if you're not pulling your weight, you're exposed, you know, like that you can get targeted. You can, you know, like – they'll serve you the ball like indoor you have so much help yeah like they can hide you or you can they can don't have to set you they can sub you out they can sub you out <laughs> and so like to to win a tournament like that and like it's hard like every avp every tournament we played in this year is hard to win and so to get it to to have it be manhattan um under the conditions playing trevor and theo who's they've had our number all year we've had to play him so many times yeah uh and to play like what i feel like was one of our i don't know not our most perfect game but just like everything was grooving and we were clicking and communication was on point and we were just going for it you mm -hmm. know and we i was dead tired but like i looked across the net and i felt like they didn't want to be there and like that made me be like oh i want to be here like i'm so gassed but i have it in the tank to go to that next level and taylor kind of matched my energy there and yeah you know to get a team win um not only you know that day but the the night before and then the morning match when we weren't feeling yeah. our best um you know we've we've kind of been known this year as the team that wants to go three all the time <laughs> um but i guess you can embrace that and be like hey we got some dog in us like you can kick us but we're gonna like kind of stay around and and uh keep pushing back we're not just yeah. gonna lay down and and give it to anybody so you yeah know, that's kind of how we how we want it, <laughs> it feels yeah. great <laughs>
We've got some really fun news for y'all, and that is that Sandcast and Volleyball TV, or VBTV, whatever you want to call it, we are now partnered up. So the Road to Paris series that I record after every Olympic qualifying event or every other, that's now going to start featuring video highlights. Instead of just the still pictures, we're going to have actual video highlights. So it's going to be more like an actual volleyball highlight show. So instead of just still pictures, you're actually going to get to see what's going on on the field of action. And in return... We're going to start promoting Volleyball TV, and you get 20% off your Volleyball TV subscription when you use the code SANDCAST20. Now, this is case-sensitive, so SANDCAST is all caps 20, and that's the numeral 20. So it's SANDCAST, all caps 20, and you will get 20% off your VBTV subscription. Now, a lot of you guys who are listening to the show, you're Beach Volleyball Superfans, and I absolutely love that. I love you. I love you for listening. I love you for subscribing to VBTV and watching. So if you already have your subscription, when it comes time to renew, you can use that code, or you, you could honestly cancel and then renew with your 20% off if you wanted to. So again, SANDCAST20, all caps, at Volleyball TV. That'll get you 20% off. So I'm stoked to be partnering with VBTV. It's just been such a sweet thing to have for the sport, to have like all the volleyball you could watch in one spot, or at least all the international volleyball you could watch in one spot. That's indoor, it's Italian league, it's even the Big Ten indoor. You get all of that 20% off with our code. So go and watch your beach volleyball today at Volleyball TV. This show is brought to you by Bartender in a Box. Yes, guys, we've been looking for an alcohol sponsor for a long time on this show and now it's time to drink outside the box with bartender in the box our new sponsor and the official margarita and official mai tai of the american volleyball league and avl on io and sports and for those on a volleyball player's budget we got you sandcast and bartender in a box invites you and 12 of your friends to enjoy just one box of their premium bar quality libations for around 20 bucks that's right 12 premium mixed cocktails out of just one tasty package, whether it's pregame or postgame, we got you covered. Celebrating that beach volleyball victory or style and sunset, or maybe you lost in the quarterfinals like you planned to, so you could drink your bartender in a box while everyone else still is playing, burning calories, all that stuff. Bartender in a box is available in a growing number of flavors, stores, and markets where you shop, but if it's not on display, just ask for it as it sells out quick. The libation experience and price are worth it. So shake your box today. Have margarita, have Mai Tai. Enjoy the show. Are you guys ready for the absolute best advertising copy of any podcast you'll ever hear? Here we go, because fresh ball fall is upon us, and you need to be in the festive spirit. So light a candle, get some pumpkin spice, and make sure your balls look nice with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Now, nature may clear the leaves of their trees, but you'll need Manscaped's help to get you ready for that sweater weather. So get your pants puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com and using code SANDCAST for 20% off plus free shipping. Now, listen, it's a high-risk affair when you're doing some trimming, all right, when you're going below the waist. And you know what? You just need Manscaped. It's going to help you with your confidence. Trust me. It's going to help. Now, it's time for nice flannels and cozy socks, but we can't forget to trim our balls. By now, you've heard of them, but it's time to join the 9 million, that's right, 9 million men worldwide using Manscaped and get the kit that covers it all, the Performance Package 4.0. 
It starts with a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer with advanced skin-safe technology, thank goodness, that reduces nicks and cuts to make raking the leaves a lot less painful. Plus, the lawnmower is a technical masterpiece. It has a 7,000 RPM motor, a multi-function on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, and a built-in 4,000K LED spotlight to help you see parts of your body you haven't looked at in years. Now, once you've cleared the driveway, the performance package comes in hot with products to cool you down, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver, Ball Spray Toner, one to prevent stink and one to clear it up. With a soothing aloe vera formula, move over pumpkin spice, fresh balls are the smell of the season. The Performance Package 4.0 caps it off with two free gifts. That's right, you get two free gifts. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. That's one to hold your Manscaped goodies and one to hold your man goodies. So bring in the fall right and get 20% off and free shipping with the code SANDCAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SANDCAST. As the leaves fall, make sure you have it all with Manscaped. It it takes courage to really try. That's the thing. I think a lot of times people can be drawn back because they're afraid of maybe failure or afraid Mm. of... Uh, it not working out. Yeah, so if you went all in just, and then yeah. you failed, that means that you... Your best wasn't good enough. Yeah, was, wasn't it, enough. was it worth it in the first place? Right. Yeah. Which I feel like that's our mindset going into everything is like, just go all in because it doesn't matter what the outcome is. Because if you can get to the end line and look back and not regret any of the work that you put in, then it really shouldn't matter what the what the outcome is. Yeah. Because, you know, that's fate. That was supposed to happen the way yeah. it was supposed to happen. Yeah. And then it just goes back to like what your why is when, when you're going through like that. And let's say you don't hit your expectation that you wanted it. Well, you're playing like, and for us, we're playing, you know, to glorify God and, and, and that in our faith is we're just really strong in our faith. And that's kind of why we do it. And, and volleyball is just so small. Like, there's life is so, yeah. you know, there's so much more to life. And so you, I think just knowing to kind of like reset ground yourself in that or at least we do that is also really really helpful and it allows you to fail forward if that makes sense Mm -hmm. instead of just feeling like you know you've you've lost it all you're you're able to okay you're able to actually learn from it which i think is the most important thing yeah i i've said this before and i will say this to my dying breath i think casey patterson single-handedly saved volleyball when they went out of business and 2010 eight or 10 whatever because his social media game was so on yeah he was had so many fans across the country because he dominated social media Hmm. um and i i honestly think when the avp shut down and then the cuervo tour shut down and and the wide open tour disappeared i honestly think it was casey who saved the sport i I really do i mean Hmm. i think he had so many fans that people would just go where he was um and then when they came back you know, obviously the other players started shining too, but um, I, I'll preach that forever. I mean, he was the most popular player of his generation, mm-hmm. and he didn't have the accolades of Jake or Phil. Yeah. But people came to watch Casey. Like my mom, the only volleyball player she knew when I started playing was Casey Patterson. She's like, oh, the guy with the hair. Right. <laughs> That's, That's what wild. she knew. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think his influence helped save the sport. I think him and, and Top Gun. that's so sad (laughs) for sure blocking is the hardest skill in volleyball i've always thought that really yeah um defense in general is is so much easier um just from my experience doing both 
um, maybe just because I'm a little undersized as a blocker, so it's 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 tougher. But I've always thought that blocking is the toughest skill in volleyball. What do you think volleyball. makes blocking harder than defense? I mean, there's so many like factors you gotta like read into. Like you gotta see the set if it's off, if it's tight, if it drifts here, if it's drift drifting there, if the hitter's gonna hit or shoot. Because if he shoots, you're not really supposed to get that ball right he's the guy's trying to shoot over you right um and even in general the 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 hitter has the advantage every single time so i think that's why and you're like the first line of defense technically so the defender just gets the scraps in the back yeah so that's why do you think and as competitive as you are though i feel like you like having control over the match as much as possible and i think a blocker has more control over the match than defense because as you mentioned it's the first line of defense for sure do you miss that at all a little bit i i do miss like stuffing balls you know that's, <laughs> I thought you're gonna that, drop a name <laughs> no. <laughs> I, for sure that's like i think one of the better feelings in in volleyball is to just stuff a guy you know and yeah scream at him right after <laughs> uh, yeah like versus you know getting a sick dig and then you gotta still transition it away which half your digs are shots so yeah like, <laughs> you have plenty oh, of time to drop a swap right dialogue. in there thank you <laughs> <laughs> well even when you were blocking though it seemed like shot blocking was a little more comfortable for you or just like the way that your brain processes yeah. like you wanted to swat shots yep more so you definitely got your fair share of bounce blocks here and there but it seems like your brain's almost just wired for shots yeah i think just coming into that reading defense mind is just kind of waiting and seeing but like also like since i'm kind of undersized like penetrating and then guys can go like ot still hitting wise you know Mm -hmm. it's it's a little tougher um so then like delaying and waiting for that shot even if it's a pretty high shot sometimes if you delay it long enough like you can at least get a finger on it or something yeah um Hmm. yeah but you've, I feel like you've made the perfect progression from blocker to defender because you guys split blocked for, I mean, what, four, five uh, years? Four almost five. Five. I think five, but it was like COVID. Four and a half, yeah. Kind of split in there. Yeah. I'm curious too, like, how's the physicality stuff? Because now I'm going back to blocking, like, I got what I asked for. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I remember it being harder, but it is. How's that physically so I, feeling? Yeah, it's. It's weird because, like, I feel like as a blocker, you, you're you jumping more, but you're also, like, not running around as much. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's a little, like, take, like, give one, take one kind of thing. It like could depend if, on how the game is going, like, what kind of game you're playing, you know, if hitters versus yep. shooters. Yeah. Like, I've noticed, like, you can kind of, you could kind of take off some energy, like, as a as a blocker. Like, like I've noticed when I'm getting tired as a defender, like I'll start to stand up, and then that really messes with our defense because I'm standing up and not being able to to go places. Um, but as a blocker, you know, you're always kind of in that position. You're not, you don't have to maybe get so low on a block, right. so you can kind of take a little something off on a play. Well, your blocker is has the lowest load or the highest load. Actually, you and Theo have the highest like. You don't get very. Oh, yeah. Your butts are like 
Theo's like even, foot. but he's even springier. He's like, so bing. He can fucking dude. Yeah, get crazy. up like yeah. nothing on it. It's crazy the, without, how fast he can get over the net without mm-hmm. like taking that load. Yeah, but my, I'm like touching the sand. He's like yeah, two feet from. He the just sand. gets like a slight hinge and then poof, yeah, he's up. And then like just diving for balls, you're like tweaking different muscles there as opposed to just more jumping for as a blocker. So I think it's just kind of like they're both got their pros and cons for. Yeah they're en- taking energy out of you but once it takes it took me a while to kind of get the body adjusted to doing defense full-time for yeah. sure so anytime you're doing something new you, you're gonna be adjusting so yeah the guy there's a great quote the guy said be someone people can rely on at a funeral you know mm, like good one. be be you know yeah i mean you can go cry after and behind but right be the be the pillar in there stand yeah, straight yeah, yeah. tent and you know i think that's for me i feel like it's all all of life just kind of is going by for those moments like the whole thing is just set, set up for that opportunity and so let's see how you operate yeah. you, know, you have yeah. to go through your whole life yeah. and deal with all this stuff so that you can have a few brief moments of testing to right. see i mean and maybe you know some situations induce it more but you know it seems like we go through life and then you have a couple opportunities to how you're going to behave when you right. when you get a little yeah. A little squeeze, you know, Sometimes for your, you almost, yeah, for everybody. What I've been learning over and over, and you guys know, because you talk to people all the time, is every best person I know in their field of like, okay, let's put it in quotes, health and wellness. They're saying, let's take out the things that keep you from being successful. They're not adding more things right. in because yeah. people are already overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So I think for both of us, and we do it differently and in some ways similar, it's like, how do we get to the essential parts of what we're talking about? Keep it simple, but then keep an open mind keep learning so you get new input um, but try not to get turned upside down or co- overcomplicated by the new input mm-hmm. well, and I, I feel like we're getting scienced out too we're getting data overwhelmed with data and I, I feel like I, I want to come from more experiential yeah like tell me about what you've been doing mm-hmm. and how you've done it and what works for you and it'll first of all that'll be a simpler way right because you're going to just if you're doing it, it's probably pretty simple because mm-hmm. nothing we're doing is that complicated. And and so you know, let's let's have it be more experiential. And I always like, uh, for me personally, I think just learn like learning more with a, you know, it's like why is the Bible full of parables? I mean, because we just can we can apply those right so easily. And so I think I, I feel like we we complicate it. We have so much to deal with and so many things we're trying to juggle at once. Just in this new. Um, more convenient world mm. um, it, it's nice to have things be more simplified like yeah. just simple hey put this drink that do this to, I mean just do some simple things that, that mm. can really have long term benefits and then what are those things that we can do that we can do and put into our lifestyle like into our daily living mm-hmm. like we if it's too elaborate how are you going to do it like if you have to go and you know catch the thing in some place and milk the cow at the noon moon at the thing I mean, it's just like you're going to lose me we're just we're not going to be able to pull it so uh I, like like let's make it you know, applicable, mm-hmm. easy to do, implement, and show me some sort of experiential evidence, like you've done it and it's been great for you, because that would be enough for me to at least try it. And right. it might not work for me because we're all we're all different. Mm-hmm. We have different needs, and and I mean, there's some 
things that we can all use that we all we know in health and wellness we know it's high you got to be hydrated we know we got to have good and good solid food you got to have good sleep you need to have you know you got to have physical i mean you have certain baseline things that don't seem to be changing some Mm -hmm. of this other stuff you know oh it used to be good in the morning but now it's good at night and now it's not good at all and you know it's it's, so those there's things that change but certain things seem to be that won't change. They're not, you know, gravity's gravity, water's water. I mean, until that stuff is different, you know, and then we're going to be in a different planet and then it's the whole going to be And you can't hack your different way. Different rules. You know, I right. think that's one thing we're in agreement on is like, we always say the hacks only work when you've done a lot of the right things Baseline. already and then, yeah. oh, maybe you get an extra 1% or 2% mm-hmm. with this hack. But it's never a substitution for work yeah. and a practice yeah. because there's so much information out there now and, and so what happens is is people I don't know what to do and what I and they have so much knowledge but they don't have a practice right and so ultimately I think the practice the system in place is more important than I have all this data it's like okay that's incredible but what's your practice made up when people are trying to hack their way around the work so they want to hack their way right around the work Mm -hmm. like here's the work do the work they want to just hack their way around the work and go just right to like oh let me just hack it and I don't need to work I'm like yeah, it never works. Wrong universe. And, and anything that you can get to with, via shortcut is probably not worth getting to. On top of yeah. that, you don't even get the fulfillment of the whole reason why, even if it, the work's right. not that great, yeah. the work itself will bring you some sort of feeling yeah. of, you know, joy or accomplishment yeah. or just yeah. make you tired. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like have you guys... My, my favorite memory um, from... It, I think it was in Sochi. Mm-hmm. Um, we had been talking a lot as a team. You know, we're diving into... Uh, a lot of different volleyball things and a lot of off-the-court things, really trying to find, you know, our stride, our team, getting everything to click and work. And uh, Jordan kept using the language, breakthrough is coming. And we are both just, I think, really trying to hold on to that. Like, oh, my gosh, like, it's, I feel like every tournament's an uphill battle. We've got country quotas, qualifiers. It's just, it's been a grind, yeah. this whole <laughs> process. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it was uh, after we won our, I think it was our quarterfinal match. In Sochi? In Sochi, yeah. yeah. I'm sitting in the bench, and uh, I was just, like, reiterating that, you know, phrase in my head, like, yes, breakthrough is coming, let's go. And I heard Claire's day, God say to me, no, breakthrough is here. And then we go and win two gold medals in a row. So it's just, it's special moments like that that, I love what I get to do. Yeah. And just make it. It's hard to describe, like, the feelings, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's what, you know, gets me up out of bed in the morning and keeps me going and um, always, you know, praying for more <laughs> moments like yeah. that. And I feel like that's kind of been our language the last, like, month. Like, breakthrough is coming. You know, mm-hmm. we've been. Now, Sarah, or Hughes and I, you know, really diving into things and super excited to um, execute some of the things that we've been working on. Um, and I just, I, I feel a very similar tie, like breakthrough is coming. And I'm yeah. like, is it time? Are you going to say it? Like, I'm ready for it, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's cool. Yeah. 
so I got a random text and I had her number saved. It's the funniest thing. I scroll back and I had sent this text to Alex Kleinman as like a nobody, just like, hey girl, if you ever need someone to shag or like jump in at your practice, you and April's practices, yeah. I'm around. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I was like, wow, you were that was auda- that's some audacity <laughs> right there. Honestly, I think that's like a huge sign of like someone who's gonna make it. Yeah, is mm-hmm. like when they're young enough and they're like willing to just be like, hey, can I come out and be around? Like, I'll make myself helpful. Anyone that's ever reached out to me in that way, I'm just like, hundred percent. Like, I'll help you any way you can because I know that you you want it, you know. And that probably just made an impression, even if you didn't end up making it to practice, she didn't end up telling you when to come or whatever. It for sure probably made an impression, and she saved your number. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, she had my digits. So, um, yeah, I forget when this was, but I got a text from Alex saying, like, hey, can we talk on the phone? And I, my heart is like, what does she want to talk to me about? Like, what, what, what's going on? Um, and so we talked on the phone, and she just mentioned, like, based on who signed up, like, I see that you and Kelly would not make it into world champs. And... You know, I just have this itch to get back in the sand. So would you want to sign up with me for the wild card? Like, I don't know if we'll get it. I don't know what is going to happen, but I just, I want to see if we get it, like what we can do. And she made a comment, like I'd practiced with her once, Mm -hmm. one day. And she said, you know, you played really big with a lot of energy. And like, I've watched you play before. And like, I just think we could do really well if we can play together. And I was like, this is insane. What? So I said, like, I need, thank you so much. Like I'm honored. Like I need to talk with my team about it just for transparency and get back to you. And so then we sign up for the wild card, uh, And I'm praying the night before the results come out. And I'm like, whatever you want, whatever you want. Like, either way, I want to, like, have open hands about this. And then the next morning, it was like, we got the wild card. Woo! So then it was after Chicago, it was like, okay, we're going to train together full time. And who's our coach going to be? What uniforms are we going to wear? Did you book flights yet? Like, yeah. oh, what airline do you fly? Like, just so much logistics. I've yeah. never talked so much logistics with someone in these last, like, two weeks as I have with Alex. Yeah. Oh, she's so on top of it. Her and April were just, like, everything scheduled out. I mean, I mean, long-time veteran, both indoor and on the beach. Yeah. But, yeah, I got to imagine it's kind of eye-opening, like, whoa. And she gets to see how April operates. And you know April's not messing around. And that from April. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. It's been cool. incredible just being with her at practice, and then recently we've had April helping us a few days as well. So to have April and Alex talking back and forth, and I'm just sitting there like, "This is nuts!" Like I want to have more of that like off actor, I guess, but also aware of like Alex was has been awesome. Of like we are on the same level right like it doesn't matter what i've done we are a team like we are completely peers like Mm. you give me feedback i give you feedback and she really is like i want you to feel empowered like we are a team 
Mm. I was like, that's so awesome and so <laughs> kind. Uh, yeah, the players are all jacked up. As soon as I mentioned the word two grand, everybody gets excited. Oh, yeah. Everyone gets you excited. Put, you put fours and two grand together? Yeah. My oh, friend, yeah. you will have every volleyball player. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. How do I get it? I could have done it for 500, but I, I really wanted to make it like... A legit... Legit deal where guys want to come down and play. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they actually want to, you know, they do. They just yeah. want to play. I'd want to play. I mean, yeah. you know, I'd have played for 500, but this was an add on. I'm trying to help the players, is what mm-hmm. we're trying to do. They don't make a lot of money during the year. And right. You struggle. So now you go, God, I got a $2,000 prize money. Right. That's freaking great. It is great. Yeah. So that was my give back. I've always wanted to help the sport in any way I can, either coming down to tournaments, going to the Hall of Fame deal every year. So I always wanted to. Feel bad for these guys. We took yeah. all the money. <laughs> well, actually, Dodd and Hovland and Karch and Randy and Sinjin and Stephus and yeah. you know all those guys took all the money. Yeah. So it's amazing. But you know, hopefully this four man we could turn into some sort of league. I've got some ideas on that and selling New York, Dallas, all these franchises where actually the owners pay the players. Yeah. So there's really no prize. You know, it's like a league. So it's like these guys are buying pickleball leagues, right? So, right. Yeah. Fuck, these guys are way better athletes than those guys. It's a way better show to watch mm-hmm. for me. Phil told me, like, you should get a you know a green card and play AVP. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you think I'm good enough? He said, yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's my new goal. Like, if Phil <laughs> thinks I could play AVP, like, I'm going. I want to try it. Yeah. So I actually, like, I dedicated everything to that. And I really tried to work, to work um, different ways and improve my game. And, you know, like, obviously logistics to, to be allowed to play AVP and... Now I'm excited to, you know, live my dream. Um, like something that I, I was dreaming, I'm still dreaming, but yeah. I'm living it now, you know? Like I can't believe sweet, honestly man. that I'm playing with the top players and, you know, like I'm having great partners and I'm I'm not just watching, I'm actually going there to win. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just like amazing opportunity coming from, you know, Serbia where we were always hoping, okay, another chance to at least play on the world tour. Yeah. Now this is like, for me, actually a chance, you know, to like, live that professional beach volleyball life and you know like compete with the best i think it was um like i said i didn't feel like i played any different and that's how i kind of felt like the first couple tournaments like um like just a slight sense of frustration like it's like oh like i feel like i'm right there Mm -hmm. like i feel like it's it literally quite was just like an opportunity a way of like being able to like compete with some of these like good main draw teams um and so it didn't really shift my perspective. It kind of almost felt like validating where I'm like, okay, like I'm not being delusional. Like right. I am like right there. Um, Cause I was also like, you know, practicing against these teams that I want to be competing against. And it's like, you know, like I'm beating some of these people at practice, like, and I know practice is different from competition, but it still felt like I'm like, ah, like, am I crazy or right. Is it, like right there? <laughs> yeah. Apart from I did chase Bill around the court at Laguna trying to high five him. <laughs> and, and we talk, we played each other in Denver with Logan. And afterwards, like, we we're like, because we're fine. Like, it's, it's right. like, you know, it's just a show. But like in Laguna, like he's gone and I'm like, and every time you change sides, I'll, I'll start going one way. <laughs> and I actually, I did it to Andy in Chicago. Was it Chicago or did we play them before that? And he was like, I almost didn't crack, but I managed to make him crack. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, great game, great game. And like, uh, play check as well. He's like, and eventually he's like, he, he cracks a smile and he high fives me. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's a little point for me. 
but Bill, Bill remains solid. He is. <laughs> yes. I, I like. I chase him around, and I'm like to the crowd, like, oh, moo. <laughs> but it's just, it's just part of the game. I yeah. love that, dude. Your match in Chicago against Andy and Miles when you ran around the court and yeah. did the pickleball thing, yeah. dude, I was laughing. Yeah. Just like I am now. I was like, I gotta get this one in. Oh my gosh. And then Cody's reaction just like... I actually, I didn't see him his reaction until like I seen it back on footage and he's just like, yes. I was like, yeah. You guys, you're like the match made in heaven. Yeah. Like we, I'll say, like at one of the games, I was like, yo man, like, did I say anything in that game like I shouldn't have to you? Because like, at one point, like, I went up and I blocked and I was like, you bitch. And like uh, to him, because he's standing in the wrong place as a defender. And I know as a defender, I always go to the wrong place. And he was like, no, nah, we're good. And I'm like, perfect. Good. <laughs> yeah. You guys are great. Just like a couple of idiots. They're like, yeah, as soon as it's on, it's on. Who are just really good at volleyball. Cody is, yeah. Cody's really good at volleyball. <laughs> I'm good at it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'll be... I'm excited. Like, I know we're not going to the Olympics, but at the end of this year, I finally found my, like, I'm, this sounds lame, but like passion for mm -hmm. the game again, where it's like, I like to travel and compete internationally because yeah, I want to be one of the best players in the world. So whether I'm going to the Olympics or not, it's still really cool to be able to go and play in those elite 16s or the challenge events against the other top teams in the world and yeah. see how we stack up and try to get better. And it just seems more uh, process oriented. Like, I just remember why we like doing it and why it's fun mm -hmm. and so olympics or no olympics like still want to be the best yeah just one tournament every four years like maybe you know the next four years yeah. we'll see what happens so yeah i shot for a full year for free there's this uh basketball it's basically an open run in uh by usc mm -hmm. um it's called air west and i just dm'd them one day i was like hey can i come in and shoot i shot every week for a year never charged them but it was just like my sanctuary i wanted to do it and try it and yeah it was it was building value for you right? <clears throat> yeah that and bonus that it was working for someone mm, else and yeah that. and it was cool i mean they had some nba lot. guys come through and they're well connected in the basketball world they are all around the drew league and it's mm -hmm. kind of like pickup yeah it's basically like but anyone like that's level. yeah you have to be like a pro level even if right. it's european or yeah, something yeah. but it was every wednesday from seven to nine huh. i'd go after my day job and then went home and edit and Gave him the video. The plan is to play pro volleyball and then everything else will kind of be around mm -hmm. that. Um, but yeah, the, the plan is pro and Olympics. Like that's the goal. Mm -hmm. um, and so whatever happens around that happens. Yeah. Um, but that's like, that's the center. That's the focus. Um, but beach is a two-legged sport. Mm -hmm. um, dumbbells. Heavier dumbbells. Yeah, for sure. Um, so... You're going to want to have like a squat pattern. I always recommend front squats unless it's you're the very strong type. Then you're going to have to go to back squat. But front squats, if you can get your wrist or your comfortable arms, I like those just because it's a little more knee dominant. Um, but you just stay upright. When we jump, we stay upright when we sink down because we're still doing it at the ball, right? Yeah. So we have to be able to stay upright. So I love front squats for that. Um, Does it make your hip go back more? Behind no, in the weight there or less. You you start you stay more upright. So right. back squat the hips uh, yeah, have yeah, a little bit more extension. You. Yeah, gotcha. so both are great. Um, but then for, once you get strong at that a little bit and you can move some load, then start adjusting the load to where it's uh it's going to be based on your angles, and then start exploding with it. Like, can I move this weight fast enough where I kind of pop off my heels a little bit? Mm. That's a great place to be. So that could be your squat pattern. Live audience recording. 
Road to Paris. <laughs> rolling. We're rolling. Again, appreciate you guys. Hit up Deanna for one of these epic t-shirts. Hope you have a great Christmas. Have a great New Year. Stay safe. Shoots. Oh.